0: Calories and Rice podcast, a perfectly passable ton Africa podcast. I'm your host, Winslow Robertson, and I will unfortunately not be joined by our usual co-host, Dr. Enkamjika Kalu. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Africa Development Jobs. Africa Development Jobs, a site run by Nino Duro, seeks to connect development workers' professional development resources and work opportunities in Africa. On a quest to help diversify development, it highlights the voices and issues of Africans and the aspirant in the field. It is also the best site for finding employment in the development field in Africa that I know of. Today's episode is going to be, frankly, spectacular. We have arranged a brief interview with Professor Deborah Brodingham, who I'm going to guess all of you know from her book, The Dragon's Gift, The Real Story of China in Africa. Professor Broadingham is a Professor of Comparative Politics and Director of the International Development Program and the China-Africa Research Initiative at Johns Hopkins University's School of Advanced International Studies in Washington, D.C., She is also probably the second busiest person in Washington, D.C., outside of President Barack Obama. That means that we had to conduct the interview as quickly as possible. It's really interesting, and without further ado, here is Professor Brodman. So I sort of want to kind of ask you why the China-Africa Research Initiative website, you have one of the most famous China-Africa blogs, one of the most famous digital spaces there is, and, and I'm curious as to <laughs> <Thank> what, <you. laughs> well, I, I remember, I think you started it in like 2009, maybe, because I, I, yeah, yeah. uh, I was tempted to, to do China Africa blogging around then, and, and I saw your blog, and it was China Africa, the real story, and I'm like, why do I have to blog? <laughs> She's already got it covered. <laughs> and so, so yeah, I, what, what are you trying to accomplish with this research initiative outside mm. of your blog?
1: Well, thank you very much for your kind words about my blog. I often say that blogging on China, Africa is the most fun thing I do professionally. And then my (laughs) students always say, I thought teaching us was the most fun thing you did. And I do love teaching. But I have to say blogging is a lot of fun. But my blog is is a really personal blog. It's just me blogging about things I'm really interested in or I have something I want to say. The website for the China Africa Research Initiative plays a different function. The China Africa Research Initiative is an, is an organization. It's an initiative. It's here at SAIS. It's uh, got a small staff. It's got programs. Um, it runs conferences. It uh, has doing four research projects right now. It's going to be publishing policy briefs so and working papers. So all of this is a, it's a very different kind of function. So I'm still at the point of trying to figure out how to move some of the material on my blog. For example, I have data on Chinese workers, information I've been collecting. I'll probably move a lot of that to Sice Carry because that's a research initiative. So things about research will probably be there. And then sais Carry will link back to my blog. Right now, I have to say, the blog is still a lot more popular than the website. <laughs> We're close almost a million hits now. What? But, yeah. Can, can I give you a
0: high five? Yes. <laughs> I, that we actually did just high five for our listeners' knowledge. That's tremendous. Um, I've I got to say, I'm, I'm really impressed that not, not only is, is, is the stuff you do on your blog fantastic, you actually have commentators come, and, and when you ask questions, real questions, people will, will deliver on-the-ground information. And, and that sort of back and forth is... Tremendous and very rare in China-Africa digital spaces. Thank you. And so, if you're listening now, you're probably a fan of her blog. You should probably go to Carrie and start giving her some hits there <laughs> as, as well. But is Carrie going to kind of build off the blog at all? Are they going to be working in tandem? How do you foresee this, this, these two distinct digital spaces mm. functioning in, let's say, uh, a year?
1: If we could do this, uh, technically, we would have the blog being reproduced on the Kerry website. I could blog on the Kerry website, but it's really not a blog. It's a website. Um, But right now, the two platforms don't harmonize well together. So we haven't yet cracked that nut. And I really love what I'm doing at Blogspot. It's so easy. And doing something else, WordPress is what we're using for the, the website. But um, there will be. I, I linked my Twitter account to the website, and so at least there's some activity happening there. And we have our own uh, Twitter handle too, with Sis Carey. So we tweet every now and then.
0: I- Isabella is is Manning. There? Ilaria. Ilaria. Yeah, so Ilaria, Ilaria.
1: Mazzocco, She's the um, the associate. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what her title is, but she is the research. She's my number two at the okay. website. And for Saiz Keri, even though she's in Beijing this summer, so she's doing everything remotely. <laughs> but she's doing a great job, as usual.
0: I agree. And we're going to talk about your conference later, but um, the stuff that she did for the conference, her ability to put everything together and, and to take charge of the Twitter account and the website, I thought it was you know, yeah, really good Yeah, she's wonderful. Stuff. But well that, that's that's really interesting, the problems between BlogSpot and WordPress and that's something that I run into. I have a BlogSpot myself, which is one, banned in China, which means there's only so much yes. penetration I can get in, in there and, and two in terms of the sort of real professional looking site. Um, unfortunately, it just doesn't have the, the, the tools that WordPress does, and it's something that mm. the WordPress or the, uh, the, the blogspot does that I can, I can sympathize with. I want to sort of shift gears and talk about um, the, the conference that you had in May. Essentially, this conference was, I, I felt really successful because you had a lot of phenomenal research presented on sort of Chinese agriculture, and one of the things is that there's not much Chinese agricultural investment at all in Africa. I was wondering if you, you could sort of talk about the genesis of the conference, if you knew that going in, and what you wanted people to gather from that conference.
1: Well, the conference was our inaugural event for Kerry and I wanted to do something that was also useful for Uh, research, a book I'm writing, actually. So I'm writing another book. Right now the the working title is Feeding Frenzy. It's about Chinese agricultural engagement abroad, specifically Africa. But what I'm looking at in the book is this whole question about what are the Chinese really doing, and uh, what are they likely to be doing in the future? So what is the reality up until today? Um, what is driving Chinese engagement in agriculture, which there is engagement it's just not nearly as large as people believe. Uh, and how have the Chinese dealt with foreign investment into their own agricultural sector in China? So the book has a chapter on that. it has a chapter on on uh, the history of of agricultural. Modernization in China and in Africa, and what some of the challenges are, and then the chapter I'm working on right now is about Chinese policy, about the Zhongchuchu, the going out, going global um, framework, which has been actively being developed since 2000 in China. So I'm focusing in on agriculture within that framework, and it's really interesting. So I'm I'm finding out new things all the time, even though I thought I knew a lot about this topic. But the, the conference, I wanted to bring together the very best research that's going on right now on that topic. And it turns out there's almost no one in America. There are Americans abroad doing really good work, and there are some non-Americans in America doing really good work. But there's no, there aren't any Americans except me in America working on Chinese agricultural research, or working on research on this topic in Africa. So that meant it was very expensive. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny how that's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Bringing everybody here. And we brought people from Indonesia and Beijing and Shanghai and, uh, of course, Mozambique and um, Uganda and Europe. So it was uh, it was really fun. It was great. And what did I learn? I knew all these researchers. And I knew their work. So I can't say that in the presentations that there was that much that was really new to me. Although one of the innovations that we had at Cary was uh, three of the researchers were given small grants to go to Africa for two, one, two, or three weeks before the conference and to dive into a case study. And so we had uh, one person do this in Angola, one in, in Uganda, and one in Nigeria. And they reported on their research. So that was new. Wow. That was new.
0: Oh, my gosh. And no one's
1: done the research that they've done. So that's, um, that's very fresh, and I was really excited about that. And then what was really great was for me the second day when we had a private researchers workshop, and you were there, Winslow.
0: I snuck in basically. Yes. Yeah.
1: No, you were very <laughs> welcome. It was confidential because this is all people's new stuff that hasn't been published yet. So they, uh, we wanted to make sure everybody could speak very frankly. Um, we did take notes and we sent them around to everybody.
0: You are talking about the private conferences, that really fresh, new, confidential mm-hmm. research mm-hmm. And, and the exchange that, that went on there, which yeah. I personally found amazing. Yeah. It, that, that extra step I, I, um, for me was, I, I've never done that at a conference before, and I thought it was just such a valuable use of time.
1: It is not something that happens very often. You usually either get just a workshop. Or you just get a conference, and I have been to a few things like that where there's a public conference, and we had a whole day on that, and then a private researchers workshop. And I thought the two, the combination of that for me worked really well, so that people got their word out there, and uh, and then we were able. And Almost everyone contacted me afterwards and said how great it was to have that opportunity for everyone to to talk together. We had roundtable discussions to just lay out some of the questions that they were grappling with and how should we approach this general issue of Chinese agricultural investment in Africa. So everyone's coming at it from a different angle, but it was very synergistic and uh, really fruitful. So for me, it was wonderful. Um, I'm, I'm so pleased at how well it went, and I hope At Kerry, we're trying to raise money to do more things like this, so we want to do something on manufacturing. So I think our next uh, big event like that, and it may not be every year, it may be every other year, but we'll probably do something on Chinese manufacturing engagement in Africa. And is this flying geese model really working?
0: So, are you going to get sponsorship from, you know, like a, a wind turbine manufacturer to, to kick in a few <laughs> hundred thousand dollars?
1: We're available for sponsorship. <laughs> we would be glad to put your logo on our working paper series. We have some grant proposals out there. And so, that is, um, that's what I have experience in doing research grants. And I'm hoping, now that I'm here at SICE, where I've been for two years, they have a very good office that's used to working with foundations oh. and, um, and also private individuals uh, and corporations. And I don't know that world very well, so uh, we do have a few feelers out at some um, of those entities also to see if we can get funding for Cary and for our conferences and our work. Terrific. Last thought, what do you want
0: our listeners to know about you, about Kerry, and about the China Africa field in general?
1: i say let's start with the China-Africa field and maybe end there. At least uh, the China-Africa field is still a booming area of interest. Students are really interested in this topic. Um, the media are interested. Public policymakers are interested. And I thought when it started to become a hot topic around 2006 or so, I thought it would, I was hoping it would still be hot when, my, when the Dragon's Gift came out. And <laughs> fortunately, it was still hot. Sure. And it's remained a, a topic of, of huge interest. And it's partly because um, the Chinese are not that transparent, but it's also because the areas in which they're engaging uh, investment. This is not a transparent field for anybody. You can't go out there and get a lot of good information on investment from America or from uh, Australia. or It's all anecdotal and it's all um, disparate kinds of reports that come out in the media so it's not easy to do this kind of research and it just happens now that China's joined that and they've joined it in a big way so we there's so much to find out and I all of the research that we're doing right now at Cary we have a project on Chinese engagement in hydropower we have a project on Chinese uh, finance loan finance we're doing that with researchers at the IMF the hydropower project is with people at the World Bank we've got um uh, team going out and looking at Chinese, doing scoping studies of Chinese manufacturing investment in three countries this summer. And then we're doing the um, policy briefs and the continuum with the agriculture from the conference.
0: So essentially our listeners should be on your website every day checking out the
1: research. The policy briefs will be the next thing to be published. So we'll be sending out uh, email notices when that happens.
0: All right, well, that's that's about it. Thank you so very much for 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 your time, and I hope we get a chance to do this again, probably over some wine. But um, but yeah, that's about it.
1: Thank you, Winslow, That was fun.